Hey, 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 it's me, Be Wendy Bob, your host of Empower to Empower You podcast. This podcast is about all things Jesus Christ and mental health, anything to help you change your mindset so that you have the right perspective and so that you can be the better version of yourself. I absolutely want that for you. So welcome to this podcast, y'all. Welcome to this episode. I hope you are doing well and that you are feeling encouraged. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, you will even feel even more encouraged. If this is your first time joining the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, let me just share my whys for this podcast. By the time people listen to these episodes, my heart desires that somebody gives his or her life to Jesus or gets closer to the Lord or reads his or her Bible even more, increase their prayer life to increase faith, engage in further development, and even start investing in your mental health by starting therapy. I want you to know that just because I serve as a licensed clinical social worker and provide therapy every single week, that these podcasts, these episodes are not by any means meant to replace therapy. They could be a wonderful alternative. They could also be something to lead you to this, to start the, the, the journey of therapy. But if you need therapy, please, please look for one. Start today. Start the journey of finding a therapist to help you on your journey towards being the better version of yourself. Have you listened to episode number 30 on pursuing wellness? Oh my gosh, I really, really hope that you were able to because I was I was able to share an, an example of a tool that I use with my clients called a wellness assessment. I really, really love to use that. So I gave it to you, I gave it out for free. So check out the show notes. If you haven't listened to that episode, feel free to pause this one and go listen to that one because this is part two. Um, I really, really, <laughs> I really, really thought about trying to move away from the topic, but it was just really, really impressed upon my heart to just stay there for a little bit longer. So welcome to episode number 31, Pursuing Spiritual Wellness. Episode 31, Pursuing Spiritual Wellness. Welcome again to another month. This is the eighth month of 2020. Wow, there have been some twists, some turns, some some downfalls, some good news, some bad news. We are in the middle of a pandemic. There have been some cries, some tears, some laughter, uh, a lot of a lot of losses, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of confusion, a lot of deception, a lot of things. This has been definitely. Can you imagine what journaling or reflection? If you're anybody like me who enjoys journaling or enjoys reflection can you imagine when we get to december 2020 what our reflection will be like looking back over this year Um, but even in the midst of it all god has still been faithful because he is not driven or dictated by a pandemic and i don't mean to sound any i'm not sounding cliche i mean that in my own life his promises are so amazing so let me get to this so just in case some of you don't know I am a born again believer in Jesus Christ. My heart desire is for my life to be a stage for God to stand on. My heart desire is for God to be glorified in everything that I do and the way that I live. That is a true fact. 
So this topic is super, super duper passionate to me because this pursuit of spiritual wellness is the most important pursuit. You know, let me just say this with love. I know that these episodes attract a lot of amazing people and I want you to know that I'm so thankful for you supporting me with this podcast and if you haven't taken the time to review the episodes will you do that because it helps other people find the podcast but if there is anything that I say that you do not identify with please take what you what you what you can what you need and just leave the rest okay Feel free. I just want you to lean in and tune in. I'm never going to say anything that's judgmental. I'm always going to say the truth, but I'm going to say it with love. So this podcast may be just a tad bit word heavy, right? But after all, this is about all things Jesus Christ and mental health. So how can we talk about Jesus without talking about the word, right? So look, Many today are trying to make sense of things, to things that, you know, are bizarre, things that are fearful, and they're doing that by consulting different things, including practices and suggestions. Many are trying to seek consultations uh, or or suggestions from, uh, or or expertise, right, from, from social media. One of the things that is really, really important for today's podcast is how to really bring your attention to what really matters. Can I ask you a question? How would you rate your spiritual wellness? What does it even mean to be spiritually well? What does that mean? You know, when I think of spiritual wellness, I want to give you some context because the word spiritual is often used to describe believing in a higher being air quote, higher being, or being connected to the air quote universe, or even air quote nature, okay, or even practicing air quote yoga, etc. You get what I'm saying? But again, let me just lovingly say, I am talking about having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, your savior. And specifically, that means you have given your life to him. You have confessed him with your, as Lord, you have confessed him with your mouth. And then you believed in him at some point. Okay. Um, So again, if you want to look at a reference scripture, I may just give it to you early on, even if I will probably say it later on, but Romans 10, 9 and 10. So I'll probably say it again, but that's what that means. Would it be okay if I talked about this a little bit today? Thank you so much for your permission. So during this pandemic, many, many Christians especially are struggling, y'all. Like struggling in their faith walk, struggling to make sense of what is happening. Many are finding it difficult to stay encouraged or to stay grounded. And unfortunately, in this pandemic, during this difficult time for a lot of us, our faith walk is being exposed. Mm. So again, this may be a bit heavy, but I pray that it encourages you. For many Christians, going to church was the norm and is the norm. And it was really an avenue to get to God. It was the conduit. And it was a way that allowed many people to read their Bibles or to hear the word or to connect to God by way of praise and worship. And when we could not get to the house of the Lord, because of the pandemic, many found it hard to navigate something called relationship versus religion. See, my friends, religion is something, is following just a bunch of rules and doing this thing because everybody else is doing it. Religion is about performing to prove that we are worthy of God's grace. But relationship though, 
relationship is submitting to Jesus Christ, honoring him as the head of our lives. It's spending time with the Lord. It's worshiping him in good times and in bad times. It's obeying him. It's knowing that we are nothing without God. It's total surrender and pleasing him. If any of this resonates with you, I want to encourage you today. You today. I want to talk about pursuing spiritual wellness. And at some point, I may come back and do another one about what hinders our spiritual wellness. So according to Google, let's dive in. According to Google, um, spiritual wellness means it allows one to live a life consistent with one, with his or her beliefs on moral systems while we establish our feeling of purpose and find meaning in life events. See, this word spiritual can have so many denotations and meanings, and the more and more and more you look at definitions, you may find yourself in a cesspool of other things that take you further and further away from what really matters. See, when I say what spiritual wellness, my dear, I mean that we live in a way to honor the Lord in everything that we do and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Now, if you have never confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and and Savior of your life, if you have never believed him in your heart, so salvation means that you actually confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sins and on the third day he rose again and he's coming back. That If you want to read again, Romans 10, 9 and 10, I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today, but I really, really welcome you to listen. Um, this may sound strange if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. This may sound strange if you've never even heard of Jesus. There are people who've never heard of Jesus, okay? I'm talking to you too. Spiritual wellness to me means that we live by faith and not by sight. We are constantly feeding our faith with the word of God. That's how we grow. Just like in the natural, we have to eat food or drink juice or eat plants and vegetables, fruits and vegetables to, to nourish our, our cells, to nourish our, our organs, to nourish our, our bodies. We have to eat the word of God. We are made of spirit, mind, soul, and body. And a lot of people may reject the truth because they don't want to believe but how can we make meaning of life without, without this, right? This also means to me that we are spending quality time with the Lord in prayer and meditation or devotion. It means that we are guarding our minds and hearts from the evil one. It means that we are fruit bearers so that people are blessed and God gets the glory. Would you allow me to give you some anchoring anchoring scriptures around God's desires for us to be well and for us to prosper in every single area of our lives. Would you believe me if I told you that the Lord wants you and me to be well? Absolutely, he does. I really, really want to highlight some of these scriptures because I don't ever want to assume that people know what I'm talking about. There are many people listening to this podcast who have never heard these scriptures or even read them. And for those of us who are believers or Christians, let me just say that some people may never read the Bible, but they are reading us. And if we are not spiritually well, then how could we represent, how can we represent the kingdom well? Hmm. Let me just get on with the word, okay? I am about to share several scriptures and I hope I can get through today, but I do have a brief takeaway for each of these scriptures. 
I'm going to talk a little bit fast, hopefully not too fast. So John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. My takeaway from this, God loves you and me. He loves you and me so much that he gave his only son to die for us. Jesus died for you and me so that we can be well, that we can have access to eternal life with him. And Jesus died so we can be totally well, spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, all of the areas of our lives. Proverbs 4.23 says, and above all is guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. My takeaway, we have to be diligent about setting boundaries to protect our hearts and spirit because if not, there will be many things that come to hinder and block our spiritual wellness. John 14, 27 says, I am leaving you. This is Jesus speaking. I'm leaving you with a gift of peace of mind and heart. And the peace that I give is a gift that can the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid and don't let your, or it also says, don't let your hearts be troubled. My takeaway from that, that just because there are troubling things around us does not mean that we have to be afraid. There is peace in Jesus and the peace that the Lord gives. Guess what? No one else can give it and no one can take it away, but we cannot access that peace unless we believe in God and his word. Philippians 1, 9 to 11 says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Jesus Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Christ Jesus. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. My takeaway, what really matters? What really matters? What really matters is that we live pure and blameless lives until Jesus returns. Because yes, many, many people don't preach this, but Jesus is coming back. And living well spiritually is so clear in the scripture. It is where we are filled with the fruits of our salvation and our character is a godly one through Jesus Christ. Galatians 5.22, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. My takeaway, these are the fruits of the Spirit. This is how you know someone is living spiritually well. They are bearing these fruits. Does that mean a Christian is perfect? Does that mean I am perfect? Absolutely not. But it means that we allow the Lord to live through us. It means that we submit and constantly ask him to help us to be like him, represent him in the kingdom. It means that we constantly seek to bear fruit and look like him. Why? Because the word of God says that we are to let our light shine before men so that they will see our good works and glorify God who is in heaven. Philippians 1.21, Paul was talking. He says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. The New Living Translation says, for me, living means leaving for Christ and dying is even better. And Philippians 1.27a says, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves as um, in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. My takeaway, listen, if we want to know how to really have joy, regardless of our circumstances, I really, really encourage you to read the book of Philippians. Paul chooses to have joy perspective 
And get get this, he was in prison for most of the chapter. But he says this, to live is Christ. Why? Because I get to share more fruit and help more people. But even if I die, I get to gain because I get to be with Christ. And he says, look, I am in a pickle. He didn't really say pickle, but you know what I'm saying. It was a dilemma, a dilemma for him. Colossians 3, 12 to 14. I love this scripture. I pray this scripture often as as well. Since God chose you to be his holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercies, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And above all, clothe yourself with love which binds all together in perfect harmony and the peace that comes from Christ. Ruling your hearts for as members of one body, we are called to live in peace and always be thankful. That is a whole mouthful. Mama, take away to be well spiritually. There are some things that we have to keep putting on on a daily basis. We have to seek the love of God. After all, God is love, right? And we have to allow the peace of God to rule in our hearts. You know, I just thought about the scripture in Proverbs. Proverbs, it's not even on my script, but Proverbs 14.30 says, A peaceful mind leads to a healthy body, but jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Woo! Mm Mm-mm. My gosh. Let me move on. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 1 says, Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus to live in a way that pleases God. Verse 3, God's will is for you to be holy and stay away from sexual, all sexual sin. That means masturbation, pornography, uh, fornication, uh, all the sexual sin. Verse 7 says, God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching, but is rejecting their God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Take away our main purpose, y'all, is to glorify God. Like, if you don't know your actual purpose, people walk around saying, read the purpose-driven life, and you got to know your purpose, you got to know your calling. But if you don't know what that thing is, just start with honoring God, and He will reveal more about your talents and gifts that He has placed inside of you to use for His glory. Lastly, I promise, I think this is my last scripture, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform yourself to the standards of this world. But let God transform you inwardly by a complete change or a renewing of your mind. Then you will know the will of God, which is good and is pleasing to him and is perfect. Take away. This just seals the deal, right? Renewing the mind is a daily process. It is not something that we do on Sundays on the conference call or on the Facebook live or at the service. It's something that we do on a daily basis, a daily ask. Because any of us can be pulled, any of us, including myself, can be pulled by the world's standards. But we have to allow God to transform us daily so that we will be able to see clearly. There's a song that Tamala Mann says, and it goes like this, change me, oh God, make me more like you, change me, oh God. Wash me through and through. Create in me a clean heart so that I may work. 
worship you. Y'all, I'm not a singer, but I just felt like I wanted to add that in there real quick. But that's a song. That is a that should be a daily prayer. God, change my heart. Lord, renew my mind. Purify my thoughts. Purify my heart. Okay, there is so much life in the Word of God, and I know that these were a lot of scriptures. But there is life and heal and health in the word. The word of God says that the word of God is life to all that all our all, to all of us and healing to all of our flesh. It's healing to our minds. So if you're dealing with anxiety, the word of God, finding scriptures specifically to help you deal with, you know, anxiety. For example, in the name of Jesus, I take authority against this anxiety. And God, your word says. Why do we say your word says? Because the word of God says that God wants us to remind him of his word. He says, put me in remembrance of your word. Okay. So there's a whole, that's a whole nother podcast, but I may go, I may have to have a part three to this episode uh, to talk to you about what can hinder our, our, our spiritual and total wellness. There is a literal enemy. If you didn't already know, there is a literal enemy called Satan. And he does not want us to be well. He does not want us to be prosper. I mean, he does not want us to prosper. He does not want us to be whole. See, because this is the thing. When people struck, uh, struggle with exhaustion, meaning they're so tired and broke down and, and disgusted. When people struggle with anger and hurt and unforgiveness and fear and pain, they don't feel like praying. They don't feel like reading God's word. They don't feel like declaring God's word. They don't feel like trusting and believing. They don't feel like paying tithes or giving offering. And what happens is that they begin to blame God for their misfortunes. I've never seen so many people who are now at the point where they're blaming God. They're blaming God for all the bad things that's happening. God, I was supposed to get my man in 2020. God, I was supposed to get, you know, this in 2020. God, you know, they gave God a deadline. As if he is not the I am that I am. As if he's not the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. They gave God a whole deadline. And because that thing that they wanted did not happen according to their deadline, they got frustrated. And that's exactly where the enemy wants us. The enemy wants you to be frustrated. He wants you to be busted. He wants you to be disgusted. He wants you so you will no longer have vision and seek God's will for your life. You will no longer want to do the things that help you to be spiritually well or even emotionally well, or physically well. You notice I'm talking about wellness and the pursuit of wellness. My gosh. So if any of this resonates with you, y'all, I know I just came heavy. I know I came hard today. I know I did, but you know I love you, right? I do. If you didn't already know that, I want you to know that I love you. And everything I do, I'm I'm not doing this for people to like me. I'm doing this so that God gets the glory. Um, But I know that you are going to be blessed by this podcast. So feel free. I'm going to try to put the scriptures in the show notes. If any of you are struggling with this right now and you are like, Wendy, I hear you, but I am struggling in my faith. I have a lot of people that come part of my work. Um, with therapy, I provide Christ-centered counseling. So I see a lot of Christians, y'all. I see a lot of believers. They believe in Jesus. They believe in the word of God, but they are struggling. Now, a lot of people are not taught how to use their tools. They don't even know about the blood of Jesus. They don't even know about binding and loosing. They don't know about the name of Jesus. They don't know about putting on the whole armor. And it's not, you know, unfortunately, it's not, that's not their fault. 
If you're not taught, you're not taught. If you don't know, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, right? And so a lot of Christians are really, really struggling. They have the Bible. They know about prayer, but they are struggling. They are in that place. And Satan wants to beat you down so much. He wants you to feel so busted. He wants you to feel so um, busy. He wants to distract you with the busyness of life so that you never have time to feed your faith. So if that's you, can I pray for you? Thank you. So Father, right now, God, I just thank you for this platform. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you in the name of Jesus, the God, that you are awesome. You are holy. You are righteous. God, as I have said this, these words, as I have recorded, as I'm recording this podcast, there's somebody who needs you right now. There's somebody that needs to be injected with your with your love, that needs to be injected with the joy of the Lord. So Father, so Father that person that's that's hurting in their faith, that person that feels so tired, so exhausted, so broken down, will you see about them today, Father? I pray for the joy of the Lord to overwhelm them. I pray for the love of Jesus to overwhelm them. I pray that you would touch them, God. You are such a great daddy. And you, just as you have been a great daddy to me, I pray that you be a great daddy to them, God. This man or this woman, Father, you comfort them, Father. You said in your word, Lord Jesus, that you gave us a peace, a gift of peace that the world cannot take away. And so, Father, right now, I plead the blood of Jesus over the this person over their minds, over their spirits, that the enemy will not retaliate against them. I pray for their faith to arise. I pray that they rise up in their faith. They rise up and they have a godly appetite about your word. They have a godly appetite to pray more. They have a godly appetite and desire. God, that zeal for you comes back even now, God. God, rejuvenate them in their faith in the name of Jesus. Rejuvenate them in their minds, in their spirit. Rejuvenate and renew knew them, God. I thank you for revival in our lives, even in the midst of a pandemic, Father, that they would rise up in their faith even now, God, That they, because they have a testimony, Lord, and they have a testimony to tell the world how you have blessed them, how you have protected them, how you have kept them. And Father, I thank you that your word says that we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, look, this is Be Wendy Bob. I know this. I know I came heavy, y'all. I know I did, but I promise you, this was. You can blame the Holy Spirit on that one. Well, don't blame the Holy Spirit, but thank the Holy Spirit. Thank the Lord for this message because this is exactly where a lot of people are, and we have to be where we are. We have to be in position not just for warfare, but there are people that are looking at us. They're looking at the church of, when I say the church, I mean the universal church. They're looking at the believers. They're looking for some true, authentic believers that, that, that represent the kingdom. And I just, I just, I'm so thankful to be able to share this message. Um, and I just love you. And I, I really, really do. So may you be blessed. Hey, will you let me know, you know, shoot me an email, be Wendy Bob at empowered to empower you.com. Just let me know, post a review, uh, share, share this podcast with another believer that you know for sure is struggling. And I will, I may come back again and just share another podcast of how or what is hindering, what hinders our spiritual wellness. You have an amazing week. Hey, happy August to you. All right. Be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged, choose joy, choose peace. And remember you are loved here. Okay. Bye-bye for now.